Blewett. I'm currently driving home. Uh, today was my very first day back to work. Uh, since, like, you know, things went to hell in a handbasket. I mean, I went back to work, I think, two days. It might have been one day. It was very fucking brief. Like, I had so much on my mind that I didn't even really... It just kind of blurred together because I was just trying to keep my head above water. Like, I had a lot of things going on. Um, So, from the last time we talked, uh, Jake was in the hospital. And then um, he got discharged yesterday. So, I'm just updating you on, like, the random ass things that happen. Um, (laughs) So, he got discharged yesterday... Uh, we got his things. We went back home. We started to unpack. Not even an hour from the time that we got there, we got a, a knock on the door. And it was Clackamas County Sheriff's Department coming to do a welfare check for Jake. Um, and then they told me that Brad had called and said that he was very concerned about the fact that Jake wasn't in school that day. Uh, But the day prior, he had called and restricted all visitation uh, for Jake because apparently he thinks he had the authority to do that, except for he couldn't block me. So he made the request to the nursing staff, yo, I don't want any visitors for Jake because Jake didn't want to talk to him. (laughs) So cool. So cool. So very immature. Uh, Fortunately, I was able to see him. and then I I picked him up. We went back home, and that's when the cops showed up. At that point, like, dude's just trying to make a scene. That's what it feels like. It really does. Uh, I feel like this guy's come unglued. I feel like he's gone off the fucking rails. Uh, I say that because today, even after his little stunt yesterday... Um, Like, mind you, I've never transferred a kid mid-year before. I didn't realize it took that long uh, that you had to go get transcripts. So, like, I'm new to this, okay? Just bear with me. I've been through a stressful ordeal as well. And it's not like his dad's made it any easier. So I'm trying to get my bearings on, like, okay, how do I get him registered at Malala? Okay, I got to go to David Douglas. Like, all these things. Now I got mad pressure from this psycho guy who's like, yo, like, you got to take this kid to school every fucking day. Dude, I know, but, like, he just got out of the fucking hospital, so, like, step off. I was giving him half a day to console himself. I thought we were getting him registered today. Uh, Then come to find out it takes a little bit more than I anticipated, which is fine. I mean, I'm going to get it done. I've already been in talks at this school, so it's going to be fine. Um, But... I get a text from Brent today saying that that Brad had sent him like a screenshot of the ambulance bill um, and then tried to send it to Jake and told Jake that he's responsible for this bill, um, which is like pretty offensive considering the circumstances that led him to the ambulance. Like you're about to tell this kid that like he's responsible for us saving his life. Okay. Um, red flag number one. Red flag number two. Uh, he he informs Jake that he's extremely dissatisfied with how he's handling himself 
and decides that he's just going to go ahead and take all the things that he has had in his possession that was left of Jake's, you know, like little mementos and souvenirs and shit. And he's just going to throw all that away. Like he's going to throw all the rest of Jake's stuff away. Jake says, well, number one, I don't give a fuck about the ambulance bill. If you really need me to, I'll fucking go to my own bank account and empty that out so that I can pay for this fucking bill. And of course, that's right when Brad decides to say, well, I've already done that. So now dude's informed this kid who just got out of the hospital uh, that he doesn't want to talk to him until he becomes a man that he's responsible for an ambulance bill and that he's cleaned out his college savings fund all in one conversation. Also that he didn't want to have anything to do with him until he was of legal age. Like, so my son locks himself in the bathroom and like, I guess his dad gave him this UFC hat or like Marine Corps hat. I don't know. It was some type of hat that his dad had given him and he lights it on fire I don't really know what to say about that. I mean, it's pretty fucking drastic shit. So then I'm, you know, I'm working and I get a call from Brent and he's like, yo, like, what? (laughs) Meanwhile, Braylon's got the stomach flu again. And I don't know if it's just stress. I don't know. I don't know if it's just because today decided to be the worst fucking day ever. But, um, yeah, like long fucking, long fucking day. And I get another one tomorrow and, um, like, I'm sort of wondering if I'm going to make it. Like, I, I know that like, this is, seems like basic shit, right? But like when your kid's freaking out and, uh, your pet's heads are falling off. No, I'm just kidding. It's a reference to dumb and dumber. It's hard to keep your wit about you. Um, I guess there's a lot of people that are struggling. I, I talked to a few of my passengers. I'm like, it just, the overall feel of today kind of felt like a wet cat. Like people would just get on and be like, Ugh. and I was like, Oh my God. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I'm ready to turn this shit around like any minute. Um, I've been having some insight on, uh, career ideas. Like I'm feeling kind of conflicted about this bus driver thing because I realized pretty much anything could happen. And if I lose this particular job, I lose my financial security, which is kind of a big risk. It's like a gamble. Like I want to be able to have something else substantial that could catch me if I fall. And I'm realizing that putting all it like all on one single job feels a little risky, you know? Um, And my sister kind of shed light on that. She just sort of made me think about it. I mean, she was talking to Jake about his future and she's such a good influence, like with regard to just being a smart, intelligent, independent young woman, like she's just rubbing off on him. And I appreciate that. Um, I'm feeling really strongly about getting a no contact order. Because it feels like every time this motherfucking asshole gets access to my kid, things get all fucked up and weird sideways. Um, I talked to one of my passengers uh, who I hadn't spoken with in a while. And he 
he opened up to me about how he had spent a lot of time at the same hospital that Jake was at when his wife was dying. And I told him about the ambulance thing, and that guy was just like, yo, like, that guy's a piece of work. (laughs) Um, So at least it feels better knowing that I'm not, like, crazy, and I'm not imagining that this fucking guy is toxic. And he told me about his experience where um, he fought addiction, and then, you know, the time that his wife passed away... He said he just went off the fucking rails. Like, he just started to use again. And I realized that, like, a majority of people that got on my bus today that were struggling, that I know are struggling, um, looked like they were probably on something, looked like they were using a lot of alcohol. It just feels like, like people are numbing out hardcore right now. And I'm, I'm not... Um, immune to that like I I too have been doing the same and I feel that that's really not going to get us anywhere um I mean I think that this is kind of the time right now where we need to start showing up for ourselves especially if nobody else is going to do it for us I think that a lot of people are contemplating really mm, really big life choices. They're contemplating changing careers, going back to school, um, getting divorced, moving. I, I never once thought that I would find a job that I love as much as I do with bus driving. And I never once felt like what I did was beneath me and I don't feel that way at all I really don't I think that what I feel is the threat of instability and the concept that I'm going to have to be the strong one no matter what I'm going to have to be the strong one for Jake and I need to start thinking a little bit more defensively like okay how are you going to handle this if somehow you you wake up one day and get epilepsy or if you lose your license or if you you know, just something major. Like, let's say you can't live in Oregon anymore. Like, let's say you need to be, you know, by your sister or brother. Like, I just feel really tied to this job for some reason. And I'm not sure why I feel that way. I just, I've always been really, like, fucking thankful for this job. And I love it. And I think for the first time, I think it was, it was probably my stay with, with Jake at the hospital, like when we were there and interacting with other people that I realized that there was so much more in the healthcare field that I would be interested in doing. Um, like some type of social work, maybe some type of child advocate. I just feel really called to investigate other options right now. And that's very weird for me. Um, The therapist that we have is over at North Interstate. Really cool guy. North Interstate is probably about 45, 50 minutes away from where I live. I work until about 1 in the morning, then driving back home. I don't get home until about 1.30, maybe 2 if I have to take the late night bus. And I take Braylon to school at 7 a.m. So generally speaking, if I schedule an appointment for Jake, which I've had to do this week, uh, this morning actually, we went... 
drop Raylan off, and then we had about an hour to run back home, grab my work clothes, and then just book it to this doctor's appointment. And I actually legit fell asleep in the car while Jake went in by himself, and that's less than ideal. But I, like, really needed the sleep because I was, like, trying not to fall asleep while driving into work, like, or into town. And then, lucky again, I got one more hour of sleep. Um, But having, like, a doctor or a therapist that far out is so draining if you're not, if your schedule doesn't coincide. Like, if you work late nights and you got to get up early to be the person that handles shit. So, a sign-up is tomorrow, and as much as I love my 33, I think I'll be going toward uh, maybe having, like, you know, Friday, Saturdays off, and then working a 33 Sunday, and going back to my 72, which I've missed. Um, Sign-up for operators is uh, something we do six weeks before the end of a season, and it's comparable to, like, picking your classes for high school or college, like... You show up and you're like, yo, this is what I want. And you, based off your own seniority and availability and things that you're asking for, like time of day, they will have a list of um, runs that you can select. And fortunately, I'm like still climbing up in the seniority polls, but I'm just, I don't know. I can feel like something big is on the horizon. Like I know it's going to be a shift. There's another eclipse on the 10th. Um, I just... Maybe it's because I'm so tired and maybe it's because I... I'm so stressed and so anxious and worried. Like, I just... I want to get through this time right now. I want to get to the happy. I want to go through this and, like, survive. Have my kids survive and just, like, know that we're all, like still intact and fine but it's been like really trying and I just if you've been you know one of my friends who's reached out to me or kind of like checked in on me I really appreciate that also I'm really sorry if it feels like I've been really disconnected I just I've had so much that I don't even know what's going on anymore with anybody else like And that feels selfish and it sucks because I just, I want to be there for people like, just found out my friend Dale's having heart surgery. Like, what? You know, I'm sure there's fucking a lot more that I'm not aware of out there. Um, So if you've just been, you know, like letting me float around and bitch and complain on Facebook, I'm sorry. Thanks for being solid friends. And I promise when I can get through this muck of a year, like I'm ready to just turn this shit around and be healthy. So I wish you guys the best. I'm going to, I'm going to go home and go to sleep. I'm tired. Uh, this is Kilowatt. I'll talk to you later.